Here we are back after being away for a few weeks. Hope you missed us. So we, our next few podcasts will catch up a few of the dopping before until we go to our regular Seder. So on Daf Pei Omudalef, we know there is a machloikis between Rav and Shmuel. If a Sris or an island is, right, they went, and between the age of 12 or 13, depending if it's a island or Sris, and one day in the age of 18 years, right, 18 or 20, and they developed the signs of a Sris, right? The question is, when do they become a Godel, right? So, Rav Omar Nasis Rav says that once he became, we see that he is a Sris, that there's simonim of Sris and the simonim of an Islandese, which the Gemara describes in Piyamut Beis. What are the simonim? We know that the Gemara in Piyamut Beis has a uh, discussion of exactly what are the simonim. Tanura Bonon, what's Sris Chama? That you does that he's at the age of twenty doesn't have simoni but he gets simoni threes, and then the Brisa describes all that the simoni island is. Okay, so Rav holds what when that happens he becomes a godl. We know that he will never develop puberty. He will never develop. It. He will never go ahead and develop two hairs. So the two pubic hairs. So the question is, when does he become a godl? So Rav says, he becomes a godl from the age of 12 and 13, because you knew that he never brings Cyrus. Shmuel says, he's he's a cotton, he only becomes a godl from this moment on. Now, how do you explain the Bachloikas? Because the problem is, if he goes ahead and he becomes a godl from from, from, uh, just from 12 years old, like um, Rav holds, the question what makes him a godl? Is the pshadi is that only uh, the age? Because you know that by a regular person, you need shonim and simonim. Here, he will never develop simonim. So, is the pshadi is that here the age alone is enough? Where do you see that? And why? How do you know that there's the same age? Is that Anu Alochal Sinai? Or do you go Bosa Roif people? So, the Pchaim al has a very, very interesting analysis, and he says, you could have learned Poshab Shat, that's Machloik is Rav and Shemuel. Rav holds you need Simonis trees, and the Simonim trees are the ones who make him at the Godel. The same way two pubic hairs make by a regular person, by a trees, or and by an islandist, or make them, or they, what make them into adults is the Simonis trees or the Simoni islandist. And Rav holds no. And Shmuel hold no. Once we know they, those Simonim are only Megala, they only reveal that they will never develop Simonim, and therefore, the age is what's Kovea. But Abraham says it's not much with this way. The Poshab Shat is that Likuli Alma, they need Simonis Ris. There is no such a thing as Shonim alone, the age alone makes you the God. You need Simonim. By a regular person, you need Simonim. By a Sris, you need Simonis Ris. And the Simonis Ris make you a Godel. And those Simonis Ris make you a Godel once you are Megalia Sris, you are Godel. And that goddess, Rav holds, is Lemafre, you are Godel. Once you are Sris, that tells you that you become Godel with Simonim alone. Oh, with Shonim alone, I'm sorry. So the idea is that the Simonim are Megale did you a Sris, and once you are Sris, since the Simonim develop later, you become a Godel from the age of 12 and 13. 
Shmuel holds is only Kanon Haba because you're right. The Simonim also are the ones that make you. And it could be that they make you Lemafreya. But it's not Igli Milt Mafreya. Lemafreya you are Godl, but the Halochos only apply Mikan Veilach. They don't apply Lemafreya. But you become a Godl Lemafreya. But what it means is that it's not that, uh, that here the Megalit, they will never develop Simonim and the Simonim are the regular. No. There are Simonis, recent Simonim islands, and the only Machlik is between them is how do they function. Lechoira here is something from this Rebchaim, you see something very clear. Because when you see a Swiss and an islandist, what are they? So the Poshpshat you would say, an islandist is a female that has some kind of a reproductive disease or issues, and therefore she'll never develop simonim. And her simonim, simonim, I would just tell her that, listen, she's a female without simonim, and she becomes a god without simonim. And the same thing you'd say by Sris. You see that that's not the case. There are Simone Ilonis and Simone Ilonis are the Simonim because Ilonis is a separate gender and her gender doesn't have godless determined by two pubic hairs, Cyrus, but by Simone Ilonis. And therefore, the Alok is a Simone Ilonis. How do the Simone Ilonis function? The same thing is the concept of Sris. So it comes out that Sris and Ilonis are not just ways of revealing that they are female and a male who have some kind of reproductive issues. That's not the case. They are separate gender with a different category of simonim. And that's what Abhaim says, the Bachloiks between them, how those simonim function. The idea that's, that a ironist is a separate gender, the choira is something which is very, very clear, right? Because the Gemara in Ksubis, Goes in the Fudal to explain what does the lotion, what does the language Ilonis means. And the Gemara says it's Duchranisa de Loyalda. Duchranisa is an isle, right, that doesn't give birth. And the lotion Duchranisa in Aramaic means an isle, means a rem, that's why she's called an Ilonis, also because Duchranisa in lotion Zohar is Duchronis de Loyalda. She is some kind of a Zohar mixed with a female. Almost like a gender ambiguity, right? Duchranisa de Loyalda. And Lechore, this is also Buchach from the Gemara Nevomis. The Gemara Nevomis, the Samechdal, the Mudbeis, says the following Omar of Nachman, Omar Baravua, Sora Yimenu Ironis, Sora was an Ironis, right? It's not only that she was an accord, not only she was barren, she was actually this kind of concept called an Ironis. Shenemar, Vati Saraya Kara, Ein Lavlad. In La Vlad, a filo base Vlad in La. She was Bechlal without even the reproductive organs. Which means she was an islandist. The morale goes to explain why the Chazal have to make the sorrows an islandist. And he says because Sora is the beginning of Klavisra, right? She is Shahar and Avromavinu, both are the beginning of Klavisra. The beginning is always related to the male. The female is always developing something which is there. We know that the male and the female, the male is always gives you the seed, and the female develops the seed. That's why how the Maral always learns that that's why Rashi Shitim Masechta Megillah is that the father is deemed the father from the time of conception. However, the mother is only the, is only considered the mother at the time of birth because the mother needs to have the process of development. So said the Maral, how can you have Sora female to the beginning and the 
conception of Klal Yisrael, said Rebbe Chazal, I have to say that she has a trait of a male, which is Eilonis Duchanis Dehalda. So you see, before, the Gemara also holds that the gender of the Eilonis is a gender that is female, but male also, that Duchanis Dehalda. So it comes out that at least we know that in Chazal, they're not two genders, male and female, and everything falls into that. No, there's male and female, then there is a Swiss with a separate category of Simonim, and that's what we saw in the Gemara, and then there is an Ilonis, and the, from the Ilonis alone you see that her gender is a female with a characteristic of male, that's why you see the call, all of them have this characteristic that their voice is ambiguous, right? The, the one has a voice, as you see in the in the Brisa later. So the Brisa goes, and not only Simonim. One of the Simonim is something very funny that you never find anywhere else, which is the concept of the concept of um, voice. The Gemara says here, what's the voice of Shubin If anyone whose voice is defective, so it's not evident whether he's a man or woman, that's a sign of a Sris. And the same thing the island is. Kol Shekorloch, or when her voice is deep, that she's not evident, she's a man or woman. Really, really, the Medaber, which is the call, their call is ambiguous, because in Halacha, you see that that's what they are. So there are four genders, at least. In Hashem, in the next Shur, in the next podcast, we'll discuss what the genders are of the androgynous and something called the Sris. Are they separate genders or just male and females in the Sophic? We will discuss that in the following podcasts. Now, one more comment I want to have on the Pei Beis Amudalev. On the Pei Beis Amudalev, the Gemara discusses Akasha that we saw on the Rishlokish and Abiyachanan and Ravashi gives a terus. Ravashi gives a terus on this idea of what is Dovashishul Matirim. And what the Gemara answers, the Gemara, the Stoma the Gemara, after the Stoma the Gemara quotes Ravashi, the Gemara says that Haide Ravashi, Ravashi says because Dovashishul Matirim, and Dovashishul Matirim, between a coin, I saw since this mutter to a coin, it's not a bottle. Right? And the Stoma the Gemara says, Ravashi, what Ravashi says is Badusahi. What is Badusa? So the Ritvo here, the Ritvo here, the Ritvo Babetzia, the Ritvo everywhere says the Badusa means is a lie, is a shekel. That this idea Ravashi never said, a Talmud brought it, but this is not Ravashi's idea, and therefore it's unreliable and you cannot attribute to Ravashi. The Choyri see from the Ritvo, some they've been saying all the time. This idea that people have that Ravashi was the one who made the Gemara, the, the Bavli, Right? At least he did the Bavli and people just completed it, which is the Ritzchok Isaac Alevi, that's how he learned, and that's what smashed off the Rambam and men who showed him the Chor is impossible. Because if Ravashi was the one who brought the Gemara, at least to his time, maybe some people completed afterwards, how can you say that Ravashi is quoted there and is not really Ravashi? Because clearly, up to the time of Ravashi passed away, everything that he said that he thought should be in the Bavli is there. So how can you say that was a Talmud? One second. If Ravashi did not put it in the Bavli, how would the Talmud put it afterwards? If Ravashi is the one who actually composed and edited, and actually was the one that not only edited, but he was the one who redacted the Bavli. So clearly everything that he said that he thought was worth mentioning, it's his. So how would anybody add anything from Ravashi afterwards that wasn't Ravashi? 
that the stomach more would say, okay, this is Ravashi never said it was a Talmud who brought it. Mimonam Shach. Elamai, you see that the Bavli is not that. The Bavli, Ravashi's role in the Bavli is very different. Ravashi's role in the Bavli is either that he just cleaned up and he was in the process to review and revise the proto-Talmud of Abai and Rava, but clearly there were things that were put after us of Ravashi. He did not include, he didn't do a final redaction, and for sure not a final editing. Therefore, there were words of Ravashi that came out afterwards, because Ravashi didn't put everything in, so there were other statements of Ravashi that they added, and on that, the Gemara says, Badusa, the stuff of the Gemara says, okay, these statements were not really said by Ravashi, they brought it is a Talmitoya. But it's not that Ravashi redacted the Bavli, because had he redacted the Bavli, such a comment of Ravashi Badusa would make no sense. Here is one more riot that we have to understand with much more nuance how the Bavli came about and the process of the formation of Talmud Bavli. And the next Mishan podcast will continue to define how a what is the what is the concept of an androgynous and a tumtum are they a separate gender what are they exactly